begins now. Capital 263. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the never present presenter, Miss Mona, on your favorite podcast show, Nye on I and the other guys on the only podcast network in Zimbabwe, Capital 263. Now, we're going to have to change the name of the show because I'm alone in the studio today, you know. So it's more like, Nye, where are the other guys? Because, you know, people, due to like. You know, new levels of influence. People got places to be and people to see. So, yay, you're going to be listening to my voice only. And I'm looking crazy talking to myself in this empty studio. Hopefully, you're going to have a lot of fun as we have a lot of interesting things to talk about today. From a beating of a celebrity to someone trying to block my marriage. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Okay. So let's jump into about a week ago. About a week ago, week ago. Now, as long as you don't live under a rock, you've probably received or seen on Facebook or in your WhatsApp or in your email, whatever form of media you use, a video of a very tall, very rasta or deadlocked job praiser jumping and dodging stones at what seemed to be a gravesite now most of you are like what was happening well we got the load down here for you job praiser was attending a, a funeral for his bouncer friend who died over the weekend and easily on saturday last week i think me thinks yes so he attended this funeral and as soon as he got there things got a little rocky <laughs> yes i could i'm sorry guys i couldn't resist saying that things are a little rocky as people started stoning him and throwing all sort of uh grave debris at the tall much acclaimed singer Japraiser. now the background of the story is really shady there are a couple of you know alleged um and a lot of conspiracy theories going around why this guy goes stoned i mean he is like the most loved beloved celebrity in zim he's like you know he's been all over he's brought stars to zim he's making everyone sing shauna so what happened? Why are we stoning job praiser people? Well, from my research, and by that I mean like the grapevine, well, job praiser seems to have fired his bouncer prior to this guy's death. And um, he didn't show up or contribute towards the funeral, which is, I guess, customary, you know? You know, your, your employer is supposed to do like a visa chema. But is that. I don't think it's compulsory. So anyhow, the rumor is Japisa didn't contribute anything towards the bouncer's funeral, or the Monya is as now popularly known. He didn't contribute anything, and the mom and the relatives were pretty upset that such a well-up person like Japisa, who has been working with their son, didn't lend or help even what bit um, towards the the making of the of the of the Guchema of the funeral, and nothing happened. And he didn't attend and it didn't help until the very last minute, which is where um, the guy was being laid. And the other uh, theory, which my people of the elderly, elderly, elderly age say that it's because um, he has, it's a political, it was a political move by people who are not so happy that he has been singing allegedly allegorical and metaphorical uh, political storylines in his music with you know Mdarachawuya being about <coughs> you know who and uh, the Kutonga Kwaro being about the other person and some are saying that it was sort of like um, a war thought up you know plan to just you know ambush Japraiser at this rocks but our question today is 
are we as Zimbabweans low-key savages? I mean, we pride ourselves being peaceful people, but <laughs> we beat up the most beloved celebrity at a graveyard during a freaking funeral. Are we really that peaceful? I mean, let's let's think about it. Even no matter how much a person has um, irked you or irritated you at a funeral, that's like that one place, like no man's land, like no one fights. It's like Switzerland, okay? A funeral is like a place where people set aside their differences and say, "Hey, you know what? He did this to me, but because we are here to celebrate this person's life, we're not going to do anything." We're going to be safe and peaceful and civilized. But it seems that this time, all, all hell literally broke loose. And we, I feel like if it is indeed political, then are we safe towards the upcoming elections? Are we safe? Are we just people who, who, who have hit such a breaking point that we no longer have uh, respect for the dead? Because, yeah, I, I would have wanted to say respect for Jar Prazer, but then someone would probably say, oh, he wasn't paying the guy. He should have he should have contributed something and whatever. People were put up to the breaking point and they were tired of Jar Prazer or they were mistreating him and stuff like that. Okay, fine. We, you don't respect Jar Prazer, but can we respect the person who's died, though? Could we have not have waited for Jar Prazer to have a freaking HACC show and then show up there with our stones and stoned the guy. I'm not saying stoning him was fine, but you get my point, okay? Why are we... Why have we suddenly turned into people who are so violent, so utterly disrespectful for the things that we, we care most about? I mean, we care about funerals, we care about weddings. So why, why, why did we... Why did we have that? And why did we enjoy filming and spreading that? Okay, because you, you, have, you have seen the memes, okay? Games of graves. You've seen the, the now we're measuring, running with uh, graves per hour and stuff like that. Ooh, that truck is loud. That truck is loud, guys. Feel it. Feel it. Yeah, we need to spring for a more soundproof studio, guys. Help us, okay? Um, I'll, I'll say my eco cash number later on so that you guys can get us soundproof walls so that you don't hear the trucks and the drills and the hum-hum of the Harare City CBD area. So, think about it. Are we commenting on Facebook? Have we become a, a, a country of low-key savages? Have we just decided, you know what, we're not going to be peaceful anymore, we're going to be like... Essay, yeah, you know, essay will just jump to stoning at every chance. Escom is gone, they'll just go stone people. Have we become the, have you become that violent? Why have we become that violent? Are we up to breaking point at this moment in time? Do we want to go into the elections when we have such an atmosphere? Do you feel safe? Tell me if Joe Prazer can get stoned, do you feel safe? Hmm, kids. Minus credit to Giovanni, and you're gonna go to this person's funeral, and there is no 24 hours anymore. Okay, you just won't get stoned right there and right there. Let's think about that. Like, how 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 are we doing this? Why are we being such malevolent people? How do we have malevolent spirits in the air? Is it just like why? Yes. Anyhow, let's just move on to the. This lady who's trying to block my marriage, her name is Miss Priscilla Vingasai, and she is a lawyer 
who is challenging the constitutional court she wants to abolish law bola yes you heard me right she's trying to make michael not come to my place and you know give off a few bond coins okay this woman saying is that she we need to abolish lobola because it makes women assets and that women then have the whole dignity equality and non-discrimination thing not in place that we once a person pays lobola a person's dignity and equality and there is like a lot of discrimination due to lobola being paid now she's saying we need to abolish that or let's have a double dowry system where you know michael comes and pays lobola to my family and i go and play and pay lobola to mike's family now with that seems kind of that seems kind of you know useless to me because why not just keep the money let's just keep the money and start a house somewhere besides rather than just you know because if they give us a thousand i'm probably gonna give, have to give them like a thousand hundred and then it becomes like a game of who can outpay who but anyway back to uh priscilla now she's saying that she's had uh, experiences she's been married before and that her rights were violated and that because the price wasn't um her bride price was she wasn't consulted about her bride price she was then treated like merchandise by her former husband or husbands because i didn't mention how many husbands she's had and that it affected her she became demoralized and she the, the the husband treated her like merchandise and i feel like this is not our problem priscilla that she married douchebags who treated you like assets okay let's let's go back to why people pay lobola first like if you ask your your libraries by that i mean your grandmas and your grandpapas because the old people the elderly are like like big libraries now the reason why lobola was started was because it was a form of appreciation thank you for allow thank you for you know nurturing this young intelligent black luscious black woman for us and we appreciate how you have grown her and how she's such an all-rounded woman and we are very happy that she's going to come into our family and she's going to become part of us and she's going to birth sons who's going to bear our name using the values that you have instilled in her so thank you you know like uh, it's because it's, you can't trade off the worth that a woman brings to a family you know a woman does a whole lot of things okay and she never gets recognition for it why because she takes a man's surname okay so it was a form of appreciation thank you it's, it's not what it is now what it is now it has been transformed into something that is more commercial so in that regard she is correct people have become greedy and um downright gold diggers with this whole you know as fifteen thousand twenty thousand because my kid has got masters in biochemistry and whatnot and whatnot but i feel like the root of it is correct we need to be appreciating that this what this person is bringing and what what sort of person she is so priscilla it's not it's not i get i get where you're coming from you're coming from the whole um equality thing that men and women should have should not have um, a, a woman should not have a man have something hanging over her that i paid such and such for you so you should be able to do this and this for me or you should you can't do this because you i paid this for you there are some men like that out there but then they are not the enlightened ones so priscilla my advice to you is get yourself an enlightened man 
uh, who will pay Lobola and not hold it over your head. Get yourself a man who understands that it's not buying, it's appreciation. And we should have, like, my Samba do a whole, why we do Lobola thing. We should have, like, a freaking community awareness thing where maybe we have the, like, guys, no, a person should pay, you know, an amount that they think their woman is worth. Okay, because we can't be telling people that the 50000 is the bride price, yet one, a person can't afford that, and two, the person doesn't think, you know, the girl is worth 50000 So, what do you think? Do you think that the const- the constitutional court is going to give this um, application a second chance? Because what happens is they have to take it up to the um, apex, like a bench of some people, and then they have to approve it, and then they have, you know... You know, they have to investigate and vote on it and then it's, it's either banned or encouraged drop us a link drop us because that's all that i can make you guys do today i don't have people to interact with so you're also going to have to step up and, and comment on our facebook page 909 and the other guys on capital 263 personally i think that we need to have the lobola thing in place it's it's, it's 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 part of our cultural identity like the indians the girl pays the dowry and they're fine with that you know ain't no indian women out here saying i paid i paid for your university i paid had this this many rubies is that did they, is that what they okay whatever money that they use in india i paid that for you so you ain't supposed to be out here buying cars why i'm not allowed to drive and what 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 they, those guys are surprisingly very submissive, even though they're the ones who pay dowry. I'm gonna have to check my facts on that, though, guys. I'm not quite sure, but <laughs> it's not really about who pays what. It's about once you guys have come together, what sort of mindset do you guys have? What sort of mindset uh, does the person that you want to have to live the rest of your life with has what 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 how does he think and this is the stuff you're supposed to find out before you get married to this guy before you say yes when he, he proposes to you what how does he think does he think women should drive does he think women should wear pants what type does he expect his wife to be at home okay how much money does he think you should is, is, is the maximum amount of money that you should get like ask those questions like babe if i was to get like a job in in uruguay would you allow me to go stay there while you're here right oh you do want me to quit my job and stay with the kids if you get the kids if you lose a job would you stay home and make let me pay the bills this you know you need to test the waters before you jump in okay this is how you're gonna find a man who say you can't pay you can't go to no job because i paid for i paid lobola and you're supposed to stay at home okay Find out what type of man you get. Okay, so let's 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 get off into a tangent here. Really, how much is a man supposed to be worth, though? If let's say let's pretend that I'm going to be paying, uh, is it groom prize for Mike? Should 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 we raise the prize? Should we be like, oh, a man with a beard is like 15k, and a guy with a nice car? We need to evaluate his car and his house and then we see how much he pays and if, if it's like that then who's gonna pay for the wedding because obviously you know they want a wedding then who's gonna pay for the honeymoon and stuff like that but guys let's not try to complicate our lives okay let's not try to complicate our lives let's just pay reasonable lobola okay Aurora, and then 
find out the type of person you're marrying before you marry. Because now you're trying to, Priscilla, you're trying to stick it out to everybody because you had, you had bad experiences with your man. And now you think it's because of the Lobola. Honey, it might not be the Lobola. It might have been you. Or it might have been him. Okay. Now, let's, I'm tired. Okay. Let's just, let's just go to the next segment. Let's just go to hashtags and dot coms. Because, ugh. This Lobola thing trying to block Mike from coming to my house. Priscilla. And we are back and I am calm now from that Priscilla episode. So we're going to get into hashtags and dot coms. Okay. So if you're on Twitter or uh, maybe Facebook since, you know those things overlap and you've got those people who snatch what's going on at twitter and bring it to facebook or instagram you're probably seeing the hashtag free martha okay and it, that whole situation just shows that they are watching everything you say so apparently um a young american woman uh by the name martha o'donovan got arrested on friday and just because of the f- formal charge apparently is undermining the authority and insulting the president as defined in section 33 of the criminal law act now what she did apparently well is that she allegedly retweeted a tweet that went something along like the goblin gets the therapy to chase forex dealers but can't stop um the stepstones from buying rose rolls and the wife something like that i don't know I w- i'm not on twitter don't arrest me and some are saying that she, that's not what she tweeted some are saying that she she tweeted something like we're being led by a sexy old person and she got arrested for tweeting for retweeting and um the original tweet that she apparently allegedly retweeted was by matigari and arrests have been done now are you safe how safe are you on twitter on facebook on instagram because clearly this piece people are watching because apparently they tracked her ip address all the way to her place and they had a warrant a search warrant and everything so i'm imagining these people coming into your house like fbi like boo, 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 down they knock down the house and they just jump in and be like yo mona you're under arrest because you tweeted that you know um chairs and massages and massage chairs and so you're under arrest because the original tweet that she retweeted actually does not <laughs> did not mention a name it was more of a sub as what we call them on twitter it was more of a sub so it's not just twitter anymore guys okay it's not just twitter anymore because like kodara a while back or a long time ago for those who do not understand china well like a while back it used to be just Twitter. What's what what what's said on Twitter, you know, it does not get repeated, you know. But what's done on Twitter stays on Twitter. And but now, you're having real life repercussions. We've got people like um, AC who have posted up, you know, this being our own record as as saying the F word to the president. And now we're having this person who retweeted a tweet or. Tweeted out a tweet and they are now arrested. Okay, by the way, she's an American citizen, I think, and she is working for Magamba TV. And now Magamba TV now is also being implicated in trying to, you know, overthrow the government. And the question now is to tweet 
or not to treat that is the question how safe are you because if it's freedom of speech and these people are going to come down like a SWAT team breaking down your doors and arresting you for tweeting should we still tweet how safe are we maybe only the people in the diaspora now are safe you know because you know they're tweeting from SA from UK from Uruguay from Asia and they can say whatever they want but if you're in Highfield and you're tweeting um um, down with uh, the, 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 you know, down with spa, are they going to come and, and arrest you? And how, <laughs> how big is their monitoring service? Are you on their watch list? If you're one of those people like a certain bay, then you're definitely on the watch list. If you're always saying stuff like subdatism might be misinterpreted or interpreted correctly, and you'll be charged with um, undermining authority. So all of these memes that people are posting, someone is watching, whether it's the person who peeps onto your phone screen when you're in the combi, or these guys have like active, active people who are just watching for the key people you know, with high followers and, and you know, they're just watching your Facebook pop up like, oh, this guy's got like a lot of followers and he's always saying um, bad stuff about the current government. We should follow him. And then one day they just decide, boom, okay, you've done enough. That is not cool. What you're saying about the president is not nice. We're going to arrest you and you're going to be in jail and you're going to have a record. <sighs> this country just gives me stress, guys. It gives me stress. Which leads me to, are we not then... Are we not then posting too much? How much is too much? What? How much is too much sharing on on Facebook, on social media, on Instagram? Because we we've become a generation that used to hide our diaries and you know with those funny locks that could be broken and you'd put it under your bed in your pillow and in your freaking jeans that you don't wear anymore in your wardrobe and you just post it up and it's it's, it's now we post up everything. Okay, nothing is a secret anymore. Anything that should just pops up in your brain, you just post it on Facebook. Like, Facebook literally asks you what's on your mind. And if I'm thinking that Lacto is not nice that day, I will post it up. So, how much is too much? Like, take Mr. Tyrese of Fast and Furious. Mr. Is it Roman? Yes. He... he he, went, he had a breakdown on Instagram and on Facebook and he was just crying about his daughter being taken away from him by his ex-wife because she's saying that um, he he has been abusing. He has, oh God, it suddenly got dark outside and I am scared. Okay, uh, back on track. <laughs> back on track. Tyrese is a, um, his ex-wife is saying that he abuses their 10 year old daughter and that um she wants sole custody and he broke down on social media he was crying don't take my baby away from me she's the only nice thing i got i ain't no bad father i'm not doing anything illegal i'm paying you thirty thousand dollars a month why you gotta do this for me how much more do you want you know you know like why tyrese i feel like i feel like he's going down a spiral Okay, he's going. He's just. He's just going down from fighting against, from fighting with with the Rock. You always lose against the Rock, Tyrese. Don't you know this? You go. You about to get yourself fired from the only movie you make 
Okay, because you're trying to you're trying to fight against the rock. Okay, let let the rock have his own spin-off. Okay, and just focus on your paper. And I don't know what is it with you for the past year. You've been you've been an excellent excellent example of what not to say on social media okay first you said all oh, those thoughts and and people and you had something to say about people's uh, women's body image and stuff and you went in on people who bleach and stuff and stuff yes some people might actually uh, be off the ideas that you said but the way you said it bruh and then now you're fighting with the rock and now you're putting it out there that you you're paying your ex-wife thirteen thousand dollars a month Really, Tyrese? Like, how much? You sh- let's not let's not let's not put everything out there, okay? Let's 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 have some battles that we fight in silence, okay? Let not people just see you and have like an automatic sort of like you know those um, robots from um, Transformers? Is it Transformers? Yeah, when they look at you and then they break down. It has a breakdown of statistics on their funny visas. Let's not have that type of attitude with our social life when a, p- a person who sees miss mona just sees her age what she likes has, like down, literally downloads every detail of your life from your facebook do you know how many people can manipulate that do you know how many people can manipulate that and just make it something and then use it against you because if, if 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 people know what you're going through currently, best believe someone is looking to exploit that. So just fight some of your battles and silence, please. Okay, so you need you need to just start winning all of a sudden. Not not, not everyone has to know your plans. Oh, I'm just going to go into this interview. This is in the morning, 8 a.m. I'm gonna go to an interview and I'm so nervous. Blah 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 blah. And then people come on your post and give you advice make you more nervous and then you come out and you're like i didn't get it guys and someone will just come and say, yeah you're right why were you wearing that skirt in the first place that skirt was too tight yeah she probably thought she was a thought you see what i'm saying guys this this let's try to fight some battles silently okay i was cringing the other day listening to um tilda yes i listened to that freaky show i was listening to tilda and this man was was admitting to having had spiritual sex with all of his daughters now this is on radio okay and their names have been talked about you know they, they know their names which means people who know them identified them now imagine being the daughter and your father is out here in the streets saying that he's had supernatural sex with you and you've had your pendants disappear and stuff like that now guys you don't need that sort of social stigma okay because if there is one thing that the human race knows how to do is to judge so if you're putting your business all up in there don't then get frustrated because people judge you or treat you a certain way it's because you're putting your business out there and once it's out there you can't retract it we can say whatever we want to say about your business and you won't have anything to say about it you can't you can't take it back okay we're living in the age where the internet does not forget we will screenshot and save in our gallery Okay, we've had cases of people whose news appear 10 years later because someone, where do you think that person, here's a hard drive of your news, honey. So don't, don't be putting out everything out there. Okay, choose your battles. Okay, post your food. We don't care. Post your food. It's okay. Post your cat. Post, post your, post your new shoes and stuff. But there's just some battles that you, people don't need to know about. Okay, let's, let's, ah, yes. 
let's let's just be quiet about some stuff let's not be breaking down on social media yes i am looking at you olinda please really really though really 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 though <sighs> okay i think at the tail end of that i was just almost in my feeling station already but let's jump into the feeling stations officially what's up shut down sometime last week and it was probably like an hour because one of their servers went down and then worldwide um, people couldn't send stuff, people couldn't receive stuff, and people was panicking. Is your WhatsApp working? Is he ignoring me? Oh my god, he's cheating on me. Yeah. So, how did you react to WhatsApp not working? Were you just like, meh, it happens, you know, like that emoji, meh? Or did you go out into full? panic mode let's let's try to evaluate how whatsapp has affected us okay has it made us go cro- <laughs> has it made us grow closer to one another or are we even further away like when whatsapp shut down what was what was the first thing that you did if you're an internet user i am pretty sure you switched off your data on and off and then when you saw that it didn't work you switched it off and then you know <laughs> you switched it on back again trying to remove the battery and the sim card just to see if it was your data that has expired mysteriously if you're <coughs> If you're like a net one person, then you know you're probably like, eh, what happened, huh? What happened? Or did you pick up a, a, your phone and actually call the person and say, hey, my WhatsApp is not working. What's up, huh? Or were you like me? I was just like, ah, oh, oh, okay, straight to Facebook. Hey, so my WhatsApp isn't working. Hmm. How was your reaction to the WhatsApp breakdown? Because I feel like since whatsapp has been like it's it's like a regular part of my life now it's like every five minutes or so i'm checking my whatsapp my business is done on whatsapp i have i have people i have people that i talk to on whatsapp and the deal is completed on whatsapp okay my whatsapp status has become like my instagram i really instagram now because i just all the people that i want to show what's going on are already in my whatsapp contact list so if i post it up on whatsapp status then it becomes redundant Posting it up on Instagram. <sighs> oh gosh, I am so alienated from everyone because I really actually sit down and talk to my friends anymore. It's just now, oh, are you on Facebook? Come, let's go Facebook, let's inbox, let's DM, let's do this. So I think that WhatsApp has made people grow further apart, but it's also really addictive because you feel you you have this um illusion that you are up to date with a, what a person is doing but really watch what you're up to date with is what they want you to know okay i will tell you that i will tell you on whatsapp oh guy i'm sleeping right now you know and just switch off my data and watch a movie whereas if you if you're with the person you can't say i'm sleeping right now you just probably be like oh yeah i'm gonna go watch a movie so how 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 are our interactions with the people next to us because of whatsapp has it has it become better has it become worse i feel like it's become worse because we really do need we desperately need that human interaction you need to be able to see if a person is lying or not by looking into their eyes you need to see if you know when a person says lol are they really laughing you know it's it's, it's a good feeling to say a joke and people genuinely you have like a reaction in real time so 
and I'm not talking about FaceTime either because FaceTime is it's I prepare for that okay I'll have my face beat for a FaceTime session okay so let's let's try to have more human interaction on Saturdays on Sundays go to church switch off your phone switch off WhatsApp just tell people I'm I'm, I'm about to be in church this whole day and I'm gonna be interacting with people afterwards so anyone who wants to come and see me anyone who wants to catch up with what I'm doing should probably get off WhatsApp and let's leave life outside of our phone let's leave our phones you know and and all of that stuff okay guys if if you think whatsapp is really great drop us a line on facebook and explain yourself why you think yeah yeah you might say oh it's good for those people who have long distance relationships trust me i'm in one and it's not that good there are times when you genuinely just need to sit with a person, see the person, touch the person, laugh with the person in real time, in your space. Let's let's. This, this is how the robots are gonna be taking over people. Okay, this is how they're going to be able to farm us, you know, and grow us for our brains. It's because we're gonna be stuck on our phones the whole time. So tell me, what was your reaction? when whatsapp went down did you panic like a little girl or were you cool with it or did you just go straight to twitter and instagram and facebook or did you just google my whatsapp is down whatsapp Hmm? are you addicted to your phone tell me tell me well it's been quite an interesting solo journey today guys with Naiwe or the other guys by Miss Mona by herself talking to an empty studio. It's really weird guys. I don't know how radio DJs do this. Well, they have music and a producer. So yeah, maybe it's not as weird as it is now. Hopefully you enjoyed my ramblings and you have downloaded this and shared it with your friends and you're copying the link as we speak right now to share on your Facebook and your WhatsApp and your Twitter and that you have put down all of the stones that you're going to use to stone your grandpa at the next funeral. Hopefully catch you again next week if I am present. This has been Nayonai and the other guys. The solo ride by Miss Mona. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, Nayonai and the other guys, and Capital 263. Follow us on Twitter, Nayonai and the other guys, on Instagram, Nayonai and the other guys. And if you think I am not nearly as weird as I sound, follow me on Facebook, Mona Lisa Chishato, on my WordPress that will definitely be telling you a lot more about Jesus than about Job Praiser, Cross Lifestyle WordPress. Dot com. I think I forgot, I forgot a dot somewhere. There, guys. On Twitter and Instagram, I've got the same handle, Miss Mona underscore two six three. Though nowadays I really tweet and I really Instagram because I spend my whole time on WhatsApp. So, bye, guys. Stay blessed. Later. And now. And now. Capital 263.